Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to the Healing Herb Podcast. This is your grief expert and friend, Ashley Lemieux. It has been the most fun past week. Seriously, thanks to you guys. I hope that you're a part of our Instagram community and newsletter community. But if you're not, what you have missed is that my holiday collection with the retail boutique Love Olive Co. just launched on Thursday. So it's been out into the world for the past five days. And we had a huge release party here in Phoenix Thursday night where I got to meet so many of you and squeeze you and hug you. And I just love you so much. I think that one of the reasons, well, there's two reasons why this launch particularly felt so special to me. And just a side note, we will actually link the link below to my Love Olive Co. collection so that you can go shop it right now. But why it was so special is, first of all, if you're newer here, you won't know that I had a clothing line and an in-store boutique for several years. And at the beginning of 2020, I was burnt out and I just had this feeling that it was time to close that down so that I could pursue other things like a podcast and books and speaking more. And so we closed it, but I've always missed that creative side and that side that I can connect with you on through these clothes. And so it was just so fun to team up with another boutique and be able to do the fun stuff that I like doing while they take care of the rest. But then the other reason why it just felt so special is because we got to do mommy and me pieces. And with my little girl now, who's 17 months old, Being able to create dresses that she could wear for the holidays and matching holiday family pajamas and our little mommy and me sweaters that we now wear together all the time. I know that it might seem just so silly and simple, but it's things like that that bring me so much joy. And the fact that I'm in a place in my life now where that's even possible and I have this little girl who I can wear matching mommy and me stuff with is honestly the greatest joy of my life. So thank you so much for being a part of this community and just making the launch so fun and so special. And one of the reasons I also wanted to bring that all up is because it has led to more questions. Actually, I've been getting this question a lot the past probably three months now. And For the Love Olive Co. collection with the Mommy and Me things, we had other models and other girls modeling the Mommy and Me stuff. And then I had my daughter with me in a couple of photos, but in each of the photos, you couldn't see her face. So I have been getting a lot of questions about, are you no longer showing her face? Why are you not showing her face? And if you follow me on Instagram, A lot of you have been asking me the past few months if I'm not going to be showing her anymore because you've noticed that I haven't been or if I do show her, it's the back of her head or I put a cute little sticker over her face. And, 
you know, I thought that this actually can be a really great conversation to have as a community here on the podcast. And the reason why I wanted to do it on the podcast, too, as opposed to on social media is that I I feel like context is needed for bigger conversations like this. And the other thing is, too, is that I don't want this conversation to turn into something that it's not. In fact, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but because so many of you have been asking me and you've been a part of our community for so long, I was like, of course they're asking. They want to know, you know, if she's okay or what the plan is moving forward or why I made this decision because some people are trying to decide for themselves if they're going to be showing their kids on the internet or whatever that looks like. But something that bothers me so much is mom shaming. And anytime that I see conversations like this happening, specifically on social media about people who have made the decision to stop showing their kids or there's people who call out other people for showing their kids and then the comments are always tagging other accounts who make different decisions. And what I'm going to share today, I'm not sharing because I think my decision is better than someone else's. And so... I just didn't want any mom shaming happening in any comments. I didn't want this to just be something that it's not. And whatever anyone else's decision is about how they choose to parent and run their own personal life, I support that 100%. Just because this is my choice doesn't mean it's the best or the right choice for everyone. So I just wanted to make that really clear. But I also wanted to talk about it because I think that this is an interesting thing to talk about that a lot of people are trying to make decisions on because social media is something that it has never been. So I'm going to share with you the three reasons why we have decided to no longer share our girl's face online anymore. They actually might surprise you, especially this first one. And One of the first reasons why we are not going to be showing her face anymore is that it was hurting my mental health. What does that mean and how could that possibly be impacting me? What I realized, (laughs) um, and, and let me set the stage by telling you that on average, every single day or at least every time I post a story, On average, there are about 75 to 100,000 people every day who are watching my stories. So especially during the first postpartum days of motherhood when things were foggy, (laughs) you know, like if you're a mom um, and you biologically had a child, the hormones, trying to figure out breastfeeding, if you're breastfeeding, all that stuff on top of just trying to figure out what your newborn is needing from you, the hormones were a lot. And in that time, I was also getting a lot of feedback from other people about what I should be doing, how I should be mothering better or breastfeeding better, or how I should be putting her to sleep, or if the brand of diapers I was using was stupid or just whatever the thing is. And I know that you might be thinking right now and it's totally valid. Well, just don't let what other people say affect you. Just just figure out a way to not let it bother you. And listen, I wish that I could, but it's a lot easier said than done. So if 100,000 people a day are watching my stories, even if 1% of those people send me a DM, which happens often, that's still a 
thousand messages. And then you can also say, well, then stop reading your messages. And yeah, I should stop reading my DMs. But that's also how I connect with you. I don't want to hire or have anyone who's talking to you in my DMs who's not me. A lot of you share really beautiful stories with me. A lot of you reach out. A lot of you just want to say hi or chat. And sometimes I just feel like it would be easier not to be in my DMs because of the other types of messages I get. But then I also lose this connection with you. That is so important to me and I value that a lot. And so that is one of the reasons that I stay in my DMs. But for me, Starting from the very beginning, I remember I called my sister one day because I was getting so much hate because we hadn't been sleeping because in order for our baby girl to sleep at that time, she needed to be held. And I was just talking about how tired I was. And then Mike and I had just done a silly little post celebrating that we had put her down for the first time without her crying or being upset and she just went to sleep and we were so excited about that. She was probably like six months old at that time. And then I had gotten so much hate from people. A lot of them didn't even follow me, but they were mad that we were happy that our baby went to sleep without us needing to hold her. And it turned into this big thing. And being postpartum is hard enough, right? But then having people criticizing that who don't even know you, it was a lot. And I remember I called my sister and I was crying and my sister just said, you know, something that I really just hate for you is that there's so much outside voices about how you choose to parent that it's like you can't even just trust yourself because so many other people have so many things to say about what you're doing all the time and it's not fair and it's nobody's business to be telling you how you should be a mother. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot. And I realized that it was really hurting my mental health and I didn't want to show up into motherhood and, and to how I'm mothering my daughter based off of what other people's opinion of me are or based off of what they think I should be doing is. And not only is that not fair for me, but it's not fair for my daughter. But the anxiety that it was causing me was a lot. And so, you know, this year I just decided I don't have capacity for this anymore. I don't I don't want to be seeing these things every day. How I parent is how I'm going to parent. And I don't need to have the feedback of other people. And so that is one of the reasons why we stopped sharing. You know, it's so interesting. Just it was literally just last week. <laughs> there was a video that I posted. We were at the pumpkin patch and Mike was wearing her diaper bag. And it was just so silly. But someone messaged me just about literally how dumb we are for taking such a big diaper bag out in public and if we were good parents, we would know that all we really needed was diapers and wipes and we just make things so extra and all this stuff. And that's such a silly example, right? But it just shows you that no matter what you do, you're going to be criticized. And quite frankly, I was tired of being criticized for how I parent. And then even when I'm not showing her, we're criticized for things like the size of our diaper bag, which is just so arbitrary <laughs> and just silly to me. Um, and I can laugh about that because I have stopped showing her. And so I'm not getting as much feedback. But if I were to get something like that, 
on a day where I was getting a thousand other messages, it just adds to the mental load that I carry and the anxiety of it all. And I decided that it's not fair for anyone to have the way that I show up as my baby's mother be influenced by other people who, quite honestly, I don't even know. So that's reason number one. Reason number two. This is the first time that we've ever navigated social media the way that it is with a baby. The core of what I've always done online has always been to provide resources to help women find healing and a path forward in their lives. And I finally have more capacity now that we are done trying for babies and now that I'm out of this postpartum fog and now that my master's program is over, I have more capacity to do this work that I just feel so called to be doing right now. And so I'm really leaning into that even harder this coming year. And I'm so excited about it. Like, you guys, there's so much exciting, impactful, connecting stuff that we are going to do together Things like this podcast, things like live events, things. Why should I say that? Should I not? I'm going to I'm going to say that because you are in my podcast circle. So you get the inside peek. But there's just ways I want to connect with you. And none of that is based around, you know, like showing my family. So This last year is the first time I've ever navigated what having a baby on social media looks like. When we were parents the first time for all of those years, I was running a very different business. I had a jewelry line. I had a clothing line. And we actually kept the kids offline for several years. And, you know, when I was sharing things about them or showing pictures, It was like a family vacation photo here and there or a family photo. Um, But mostly on Instagram, we were talking about our jewelry products. We were showing events that we were at where you could come find us at holiday markets or at America's Mark. Or we were showcasing new boutiques that we were picked up at like the Shine Project jewelry line. You know, we were sold in places like Hallmark. We had a very... Yeah, large amount of stores we were being carried in. We were running, you know, this online company for all those years. And so my name on Instagram wasn't even my name, actually. It was under the Shine Project. So at that time, we were parents. I didn't even have a personal account at all. Instagram stories didn't exist. Instagram reels didn't exist. TikTok didn't exist. Like so much has changed in the landscape of social media since then. So now I've been trying to figure out, you know, how do I navigate this? What do I want online to look like? And the bigger question being, what do I want my business to look like? You know, in in the beginning, that first postpartum year, it was really supportive for me and for a lot of you, I know, um, for me to share kind of what our day to day was looking like because, you know, postpartum can feel so hard and isolating. So I was sharing things I was doing. I I wasn't speaking. We were not having events. I I didn't have my podcast. I I didn't have capacity for those things. And I just wanted to connect with you and, and just show you the reality of what postpartum, the joy and how hard it can be. And also during my postpartum months, you know, a lot of my time revolved around breastfeeding. <laughs> um, she was taking most of her naps on me. And not to mention also that 
you guys had been through so much with us to get her here into the world safely that it was just this happy new time that was so fun and so special to share. And so outside of that, though, I never had a long-term plan of sharing her and what we were doing because I knew she wasn't going to be like sleeping on me forever, <laughs> right? And that newborn stage two, it, it lasts just such a short time. And also how they look changes so much that she doesn't even look the same now as she did back then. So when she hit about a year old, Mike and I both just really started talking and thinking about if we wanted to continue showing her or not. And just in our guts right now, we've just listened to the fact that we just don't want to. And for a lot of reasons, and I think that that's one of the best parts, right, of being a parent is that you get to choose what you want to do and you get to change your mind if you want to change your mind. And, you know, this isn't to say that I'm not going to show family photos of us every now and then or we're not going to share things going on. But I just didn't want to stay in a pattern where she was a normal part of my content because I'm in a place, like I said, in my life and in, in my business where I finally, finally, after all these so many years, probably at least the past four years where I have capacity to be talking with you about things that I really want to be talking with you about as far as the work that we do together, mental health topics, things that we talk about on the podcast, sharing stories that really matter and help you feel less alone and grief and how do we work through your grief together? You know, what is healing and, and how do we make healing more accessible for this community of hundreds of thousands of women who are all here hoping to feel better in our lives and hoping to find more clarity and how do we rebuild after loss? You know, those topics really are at the forefront right now of the work that we're doing together. So while I'll always share parts of my personal life that connects us as humans with each other, it's just not the main focus of what I'm doing and it's never been, you know, the main focus of what I've wanted to do. So the other part of this too is having my business and my life feel so integrated with each other, it really started to weigh on me. I felt like my brain couldn't ever shut off. And this might sound silly, but when you're sharing things online, sometimes I would be like, should I share this? Should I not share this thing we're doing? Is it okay if I'm fully just present in this moment and not worried about anything else like and I just decided I don't want my lens of motherhood to be dictated on trying to decide am I going to be sharing this or filming it or am I just here because that was again never a long-term intention and so it just felt like a really good stopping point over the past few months to just kind of you know not share her anymore and the third reason, and this reason probably is not going to shock you, but the third reason why is that, you guys, there's mean people on the internet. <sighs> there are mean people on the internet who hide behind their keyboards and the forums and anonymous profiles. And some even aren't anonymous. Some just like to be very loud and mean to people. And, you know, I hesitated if I was going to share this or not, just because I hate bringing any more attention to it because it doesn't deserve 
any. But part of this decision also came from there are online forums that just talk crap about people on the Internet. Pretty much like if you have any type of following on the Internet, there's going to be people who are just talking bad about you. And a few months ago, I don't even know how it was brought to my attention or I saw it. Also, all this to say, sometimes people will be like, hey, I saw this person talking about you or saying this thing. I just wanted you to know. I don't want to know. I love you for wanting to protect me and make me aware of things unless I'm in like immediate harm or physical harm because someone's talking about, you know, doing something to me or my family. Unless it's something like that, I really don't want to know what other people are saying about me. But I happen to see a forum where I was just getting ripped apart and I didn't read very much of it, but I read enough to know how much this group hated me. But then they started talking about, but her baby's so cute. We hate her so much and she's dumb and all these other things. But we have to be honest and say that she has like one of the cutest babies I've ever seen. Something about that to me felt so gross that there would be this group, large group of women online who just bash on other women, but then talk about how cute my baby is and all of these different things. And I, I, I've just been thinking, I don't want to subject her to those people. Those people do not deserve to have any type of access to my most beloved, precious little girl. And so the only way to stop doing that is to stop showing her. She doesn't need any of that energy in her life at all. She doesn't deserve to have that. And I just realized that I don't even want to figure out how to navigate that. And so the easiest way is to not show her. So I feel like we're talking about something that we could probably talk about for a really long time. <laughs> a lot of people have different personal opinions on all of this, on showing kids online, on not, on what that looks like. But I think that the only opinion that matters on if people should be showing their kids online or not is the parents. I feel like, and this goes back to the number one reason that I shared with you why, you know, we stopped. It was destroying my mental health. And you might not think about that, but I just think that there is so much parent shaming and specifically so much mom shaming, you know, starting even from even from the beginning, I would get shamed on Oh, I got some of the nastiest messages, you guys, on people who don't believe in doing things like fertility assistance. And so the mom shame started with how my baby was going to be conceived, which why would anyone even have an opinion on that for my life? I don't know. But but that's what all of us deal with. Right. And then from how I should or shouldn't be breastfeeding or just every possible thing that you do as a woman someone else has an opinion on and i decided that it it just it was too noisy it made me too cloudy and just feels so much better to focus on you and us and get rid of that noise 
And I know, I know my baby's so cute. I love her so much. And I love that I get to share parts of our life with you. I wish everyone was as safe <laughs> as, as you are, but that's just not the reality. And I really want to be able to take this community into this next year and help you do work that really matters in your life. And that's what we're really focusing on. And I just thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me have this conversation. Thank you for asking. I'm not mad when people ask me if we're not showing her anymore because I know that you guys are genuinely curious because I had been. So I appreciate you wanting to know, make sure she's okay. And honestly, she's doing so good. Um, <laughs> she's doing so great. And I just love this part of my life so much and I want to protect it as much as I can and also I want to reiterate that my decision doesn't mean that my choice is better than anyone else's which is why I wanted to have this conversation on the podcast so that no one else could be tagged or that this conversation couldn't be used to make anyone else feel bad because I'm not coming to this conversation on a place of me feeling like I'm on a soapbox. I actually didn't want to talk about this at all. I just wanted, you know, everything to transition out and we'd all be on our merry way. But so many of you, again, have asked and have been here for so long that I just thought that this would be a good conversation to have. So if there are any other questions or things that you want me to answer regarding this topic, you can actually go, if you're listening on Spotify, you can go below and there's a place that you can ask me questions or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram and ask me that way and maybe we can have a part two or maybe not. Maybe maybe this is just the last time we talk about it because there is so much good and life impacting stuff that we are going to be doing together. So I love you guys. Something that I love so much about all of you is that You've been with me through so many different seasons. Some of you are just hopping into our community for the first time. Some of you have been here for the past decade when I had a jewelry brand. And I've always done certain type of pivots in my business based off of what season I'm in. But it all goes back to me wanting to help give you the tools to find clarity and peace and healing in your life. And I am ready to do that without all of the other noise that can come from social media. So thanks for joining me this week on the Healing Her podcast. We have some really, really amazing conversations coming up over the next couple of months. So make sure that you subscribe and follow the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or you're listening on Spotify. Go to the little follow button because then every single Tuesday when we have a new episode, it will come to your phone to be downloaded and you won't miss what is going on over here in this great little podcast community. And as I always say, until I see you next week, take good care of yourself. I'm so honored you joined us for this episode of the Healing Her podcast, where healing isn't just a destination. It's an empowering, transformative adventure. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss brand new episodes each Tuesday. And if you're ready for more tangible tools, Make sure you grab my best-selling book, I Am Here, wherever books are sold or in the link in the show notes below. Take good care of yourself until I see you again next week.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.